0: This, this is Umsteigermöglichkeiten, the Berlin dating shit show. Struggle. Ugh, we're not bitter. It's fine. <laughs> 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 we're your hosts Anna Marie, a queer journalist and feminist activist from California, and Martha, a queer Londoner studying and working in Berlin. Let's get on with the show. Merry holidays, everyone. Just a reminder, this podcast does contain some swear words. Not too bad in this episode. We keep it pretty friendly. Hey Amory. Hey Martha. How's life going? Pretty good, actually. How's yours?
1: It's pretty good. I guess lockdown started yesterday, right? So
0: Yeah. It's pretty quiet these days, but Ultra Lockdown. Mm -hmm. As in in Berlin we are and Germany wide, we are no longer allowed to go to any shops. Except right. for grocery stores and Lebensmittel mm-hmm. stores. So mm-hmm. um, for this episode, we chatted a bit about what it might be like to invite people that we've dated or gone on dates with mm-hmm. onto the pod. And liebe listeners, we have done it! Success! Success! <laughs> I'm excited that Stuart, who is a guy that I went on three dates with... At the end of 2019, if we can remember that far back. Uh feels like fucking eons ago before the world (laughs) exploded. Yeah, we went on a couple dates and had a nice time. And then he had just gotten out of a long-term relationship. And he kind of made it obvious that it wasn't like the right time for him, essentially. Uh So this whole idea of ending... Dating someone or ending in a relationship with like the phrase, let's just be friends Which is something that he sort of used I guess it wasn't like the only thing to be fair, but we sat down with him and And we did a deep dive into that phrase. We did the ubiquitous
2: phrase. Let's be friends
0: Hello Stuart Hi (laughs) Anne-Marie Thank you for, for being our first, hopefully of many guests that we've gone on dates with not together at the same time.
1: That would, we should do that one time. (laughs) We should do that. Date the same person and then review them afterwards.
2: Oh boy. Not even going to start (laughs) on the moral implications of what you just said.
0: Anyway, thank you for doing this. This is delightful. Thanks
2: for having me.
1: Okay. So first of all, how long have you been in Berlin?
2: I'd say close to three years, four years.
1: And in that time, like, what has your overall dating experience been like? My portfolio. (laughs) Please lay (laughs) it out.
2: Yeah, so for for like the first 18 months or two years that I was in Berlin, I was dating a girl that I'd been in a long-term relationship with. That ended up just over a year ago. So up until that point, that was very... Just sort of the the one-person thing. After that, I guess I hopped on the internet dating bandwagon. And that's been fairly hit or miss, I'd say. That that worked out in some cases and didn't work out so well in other cases. But I'm sure that's not a unique story. I'm sure everyone who does internet dating in any city, really, will tell you the same story. It's, I guess, been a little bit of a learning experience. As of now, I'm still single. Uh, None of those relationships turned into real relationships or at least long relationships mm-hmm. so yeah i guess that's my my checkered history
1: right and yeah. are you, where are you from originally i'm south african okay and how do you think that this like scene in berlin so to speak compares to like south africa or like if you mm. did you use online dating back home did you
2: no that? when i was in south africa i think i yeah i was in also long-term relationships that's sort of a trend, I guess, or a theme in my life generally up until recently. But from what I heard from several close friends who, who did do it in South Africa, it sounds to be pretty much the same. And the, the issues and the benefits and the drawbacks, I think, are fairly similar probably wherever you go. But at least in Berlin and Cape Town, they seem to be pretty, pretty along the same lines.
1: Do you feel that the fact that you're not currently in a long-term relationship, is that related to the fact that Berlin has a particular scene or is that more of like a personal situation thing
2: I think uh, it's probably somewhat of a con I mean it's probably a cocktail of many things yeah my personality I'm sure has some role to play in that I think also I can't remember that many examples from people that I know in which long uh, internet dating has turned into something sort of long term Mm -hmm. just because of the nature of internet dating yeah it's I haven't found internet dating sort of it, it doesn't set the correct, like, foundation or, or context for uh, long-term relationships, mm-hmm. at least in the majority right. of cases for me. So I think it would somewhat be down to that and also just maybe where I am in my life and my age and my circumstances, all that kind of stuff, I guess.
0: When you say context, do you think that's the apps you've been using? Because, I mean, obviously there are websites that are more geared to, like, long-term dating mm-hmm. and maybe marriage and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you think that's the apps you've been using or just kind of in general that it's not laying that Mm. foundation?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I think a lot of stuff has been said about internet dating before, right? I'm not not adding anything new, but certainly what I noticed in in my experience with apps which have been Tinder and Hinge and Bumble and all of those are sort of, I guess, divergent in some way. Mm. But I think that uh, the fact that you use these apps with an intention of some sort of romantic engagement Mm. removes an element of spontaneity, of course. And, like, I think that when you meet someone through a dating app and you meet them in real life, you're immediately sort of checking boxes. Mm. Like, Mm -hmm. is this person physically attractive? Do I like their opinion on this? Mm -hmm. Can I see myself in a relationship with this person, etc. How would our fights work? I, I don't know. It's just all very, like it's like a bulleted list that you kind of go through at least it has been in my experience and it's not something that's intentional but I think because you go there uh, with this expectation or an idea of how your interaction is going to turn out I think that it becomes a little bit mechanical Mm -hmm. in a way yeah I'm sure there are um, like apps that maybe try to alleviate that in some way yeah Mm -hmm. I'm sure there exists I just haven't know. come across them
0: yeah it would be nice, would be <laughs> yeah, nice. I, don't think, yeah, I don't i don't really think they do i think you're right it's very formulaic yeah mm-hmm. it's really hard to bypass that yeah. yeah
2: what about you guys have you found do you do you have the same sort of experience i'm just going to turn your question around directly back to you
1: i um, mean yeah completely.
0: well yeah i think i yeah i mean i just get really frustrated with the apps i have phases where i'm on a bunch and i'll just like tell myself okay do it because this is the only way you can type Mm -hmm. of thing
2: was that like before or after covid
0: both but i think that well one of the the reasons we started this podcast is also to like explore whether or not there is a specific dating culture in berlin Mm. and i think for international people living here There is, and that's what I found so difficult because I haven't found it very easy to meet people like you're saying spontaneously. Mm. So I don't really know how to get out of that, Mm. and it does just get really depressing. And people are shit generally, and I mean, then and I'm shit. You know, you're just like you're mutually kind of shit too. And then you know you don't like how romantic. I know, I know, but just
2: be mutually shit together.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but then again, like I also, I mean. I've had people, you know, say something to me in the street or, like, in a park, and it's fucking Berlin. Like, my guard goes up immediately. Like, I'm like, what do you want from me? A poor guy was trying to tell me my backpack was over one, and I walked <laughs> away from him by, like, a block. And I was
2: like, no, get away, get away.
0: <laughs> but it's just that. Like, it's just you don't know when. Like, I, can, I could never imagine a mute cute in real life happening here. Yeah. And I don't know anyone who has had that. Like, I've known people who've dated people because they met them through work or through school, Mm -hmm. but never outside of that. And
2: it sounds sort of like counterintuitive that a city that's. I mean, there's a lot of like a focus on hedonism here, right? Mm -hmm. And you would think that that would sort of open the playing field a little bit, but I. I guess I guess my conclusions would probably be the same. Mm,
0: no. But so none of your past long-term relationships were from an app or dating definitely
2: dating. not. Okay. No, I, I was very disparaging about the idea of dating apps when they first came out, and then, you know, I I wouldn't say I was on a high horse, but I definitely looked at them as kind of like a curious oddity. And I guess again, that's because maybe I was in my hometown, it was sort of easy to meet people, etc., mm. etc. Cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I guess when you, especially when you are a new person or when you, when you move into, to a new place, to a new city or whatever, like you say, it's a little bit difficult to sort of like, uh, I don't know, find circles to sort of insert yourself into unless you've come in with those already existing. And then I guess the idea of internet dating or apps, that's the, uh, that's the selling point, right? It makes yeah. it a little bit easier to meet people.
0: Yeah. Have you met anyone organically? Okay. Yeah. How? What did you do? I need to <laughs> tell me your methods. I need uh, to start practicing these.
2: I uh, I happen to live in the same building as one.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's where you've know. got to start at home.
2: Um, yeah, I, I met someone in uh, I met someone in the building, and I think that's what what was so so refreshing about it is that the interactions were sort of totally spontaneous, and we we'd see each other on the stairs or oh. you know locking up our bikes, and we happen to pass in the doorways or whatever. Um, and it was, it was really, really good. It didn't work out in the end, but I definitely would, would say that there was a, a certain different like quality or like texture to our interactions just because mm. we had not met through screens. Yeah. You know. right, yeah. It was quite cool. Um, and there wasn't that, that sort of like pressure, again, like I say, to tick boxes off the list. You mm. know. Every interaction was just an interaction with no sort of grander plan or requirement behind it. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah that's cool.
1: That's true. I my first relationship with Berlin was with a, a neighbour in the dorm. You just look Shout. across the hallway and you're like, that one. <laughs> 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 I will not look any further. <laughs> that guy right there. <laughs> okay, so this episode, you know, as we've all been on dating apps and we've all dated people for short periods of time and then had had it not work out, you know, at some point you have to end it right and you have to say something to end it do you have any thoughts about that phrase like first off if you think about the phrase let's be friends do you have any specific connotations for you
2: sounds very familiar since i've (laughs) used it in one way or another several times obviously after all of those failed
0: perfect interview candidate for this episode oh man
2: yes it's like you pre-selected me It is what it is, right? It's I guess sometimes it's a relief and sometimes it stings a little bit because mm-hmm. always, you know, one of one of the two people has to sort of initiate that in some way. I also think it can be a little it can often be spoken without any like intention of following that up. So, I've mm-hmm. definitely said that to a few people in order to, I guess, in some sort of like not twisted but but some sort of um misguided way to like let them down gently
1: right, yeah.
2: uh, and you actually don't really have that much intention of being friends with that person there you go there's a big yeah. red sign pointing to a character flaw right there
1: <laughs> well no because what else can you say like yeah. let's be like okay i want this to be over i'm never going to speak to you again full stop <laughs> send the text like, i think everybody in some way would try and be kind and say i think you're a great person unless it, the guess... person was a douchebag yeah and, you, and then you're like fuck and then you're like fuck you i never want to speak to you again you wanna? I understand the impulse. I've said it too. You, know, you yeah, wanna be kind, all said it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you still see something valuable in that person, like you wanna, yeah, be nice to them.
2: Sure, totally. But I also see some value in sort of being like direct, straightforward, and honest. And mm. and you know, it becomes much easier to do that if you've set those guardrails out in the beginning. Like, mm. hey, don't know what this is going to turn into, but let's make sure our communication is open and you know, immediate or whatever. And often that stuff has been said and not followed through with, but. I think if you do set those out, it becomes a little bit easier to be straightforward and be honest. Uh, and I, I respect it when people do that. I haven't quite cracked up myself yet.
0: Mm-hmm. So is it, I mean, it obviously it might be situational. Like Marta said, like we've all said a version of that to someone at some point Hmm. i definitely have is that kind of like what you would rather say though instead of is it your do you have a go-to if you're like on a date and you're like this is not gonna work fuck what do i do no let's be friends
2: oh my god no i'm i'm i i'm far too like far too empathic for that so i would never like come back to a table after going to the bathroom and be like hey this is this is not not what i want ciao like i i just feel that would be probably quite humiliating Mm -hmm. if someone else did that to me that's that's totally fine i would respect that and i wouldn't necessarily feel humiliated but i would be worried that i'd humiliate someone by doing that so Mm -hmm. i would rather just sort of keep up appearances until the end of the date say something somewhat non-committal about maybe catching up later (laughs) and then sort of go our separate ways um and i think like i don't know there's very rarely chemistry between one person you know, where, where both parties don't have chemistry together. Mm, yeah, so I think exactly. that if, if one person feels that it's really not working, it's probable that the other person feels right. it's not working.
0: Oh, I would counter that. Okay. I, I'm sorry, but I think um, men do not get when it's not working in hmm. general. In my experience, I've been on a lot oh, of bad that's days. Oh, actually. Where I feel like the guy is, like, <laughs> super hyped to talk about themselves for two hours, and I'm like... <sighs> hmm.
2: Yeah, I did. I did have that experience with a girl once. Uh, she she rocked up and talked for two hours about herself. I'd Ugh. I I didn't. Oh, oh God, it was terrible.
1: I was gonna say I had a date this year with a guy, and then at the end I was like, I, it was it was fine. It wasn't anything amazing. And then at the end, to be polite, I was like, oh, we should definitely do this again. He was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then we never spoke to each other. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just so weird that we both were like, yes, I will see you again. Yeah, and then just ghosted
0: each other completely. Sorry. I do kind of appreciate when that happens when you have like a mutual like this date was nice, this date was fine. Right. I had a couple of, like it that over fine. the summer and it was just like, yeah, like see ya. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like if he doesn't text me, I'm not gonna text him.
2: I mean that kinda sure. happens outside of outside of dating too, right? That's yeah. just like a general theme in interactions. I've said a, a million times when I bump into someone that I vaguely know in the street, mm. as everyone does, like, yeah, we should grab a coffee sometime, and then it just never materializes. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know if that's specific to uh, dating, but it does become slightly more awkward in a dating context. Yeah, true. Yeah, definitely.
0: Have you ever gone on a date with someone where you thought, like, it was good, and maybe you would actually want to stay friends with them? And when you said, like, let's stay friends, like, you had that intention... Or is it just kind of like a... You want it to stay friendly and have everyone's feelings kind of protected?
2: Hmm. No, I, I can't actually say that I have and I, I don't know if like going into some sort of interaction with romance in mind and then like... I, I don't know if that kind of muddies the waters and makes being friends actually a little bit tricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the people that I've gone on dates with or had romantic interactions with who are now, you know, in you know we're we're sort of doing the friend thing and we're in contact semi regularly. Mm-hmm. I still get the feeling that there's some sort of like uh, tension or energy there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, romantically. And I, uh, yeah, I, no, I don't. To answer your question, I don't think I've ever had a serious intention of of following that up with actual friendship. Yeah. Wow. Total piece of shit. <laughs>
0: I mean, like we all said, it's just—it is about like protecting everyone's feelings. It'd be yeah. worse if you were like, "I don't care about you at all. You suck. I'm out." <laughs> like, yeah, enough. I don't want to be with you, and here's why:
1: you yeah. have bad breath, and also you talk about <laughs> your dog too much. And we <laughs> talk about bad breath on this podcast a lot. I <laughs> know I have a real issue with it. I think it's, it's important. Important. important.
2: important. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys? Actually, said let's be friends and meant it.
1: No, I have, and yeah. Are
2: you still, I'm friends? still friends with
1: those people? Do my you... next question was going to be... I mean, I can, so I can tell you, I'm friends with one of my exes, uh-huh. the one who used to live across the hall from me. We're still good friends. And that's genuinely a good friendship. And then I was friends with another one of my exes who I'm now back together with, so I didn't actually work out as a friendship. <laughs> I went back into a relationship. Yeah, and I am friends with this, the guy that we both went on a date with. Yeah. And he said to me, hey, can we just be friends? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And we are now friends.
0: I... I don't, I tend to not say that at all to people because I don't, I I mean, I guess I'm a bit frank to a fault, maybe. <laughs> so
2: did you just, you're basically admitting your Germanness? Yeah, I guess you... so.
0: Yeah. I also, I just go for the kind of like, hey, like I didn't feel romantic vibes from this, but like, I think you're great.
2: Always a little bit sort of tricky to like, to phrase that because I'm, I'm always like, what what is this person going to interpret by me saying that they're as you said no romantic vibes like hey I didn't feel it working or like there was no chemistry like mm. is that person going to feel personally offended are they going to mm. like think there's something wrong with them physically or do they gonna think that they're a boring person I'm always I probably think about this way too much I'm definitely overthinking this
0: but I think a lot of like making it kind of not about the person and just being like I don't I don't feel this. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. I'm not feeling what I am looking for from this. Yeah. Or something like that. That sounds like bad grammar, but. <laughs> I, I do th- the good grammar one. <laughs> 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 I, think, well,
1: I think what I said to one guy this year was like I like, I don't think I'm what you're looking for. Flip it back around on nice. them, That's be so like, This is God. the best thing very for strategic, you. Very smart. But you don't have to be with me who sucks for you and you I'm deserve sick. somebody. Wow. <laughs> yeah. As boring as you. Are. No, see that's
2: not it. But like, I feel like we should have kept that a secret because not a whole bunch of assholes who are listening to this are gonna like, yeah. oh, yeah. that's genius, and like shift the shift the onus away from them.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Being like, this is the best for you, and then I say cool. something like, oh, I wish you all the best in your dating endeavors. Sounds like a workie <laughs> <laughs> As per my last message.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah um mm. but actually that's a fair fair point right like sometimes you can see that maybe even though the person that you're dating is someone that you're looking for you can see that they're looking for something that is not you right right mm. which is which can be kind of disappointing or deflating but yeah also a totally valid reason not to pursue things i guess
1: well thank you for talking to us
2: thank you guys It's very cool to very cool to do it
0: Okay, so how was that for you? It was interesting. I have to admit I was a bit nervous beforehand. Just in terms of even talking to someone that I'd dated or, you know, been on dates with. Because, as we mentioned in the episode, I am not in contact with anyone I've dated. (laughs) Period. I really, like, I mean... Half of it is because yeah, I have a bad track record and a lot of them are just like pretty traumatizing. So I don't wanna be in contact with those people. But I also am not friends with any of my exes. Right. So it was interesting. I do wish I had been a bit more specific. I wish I had like I was a bit I was a bit too apprehensive to straight up be like, hey, so when you told me you wanted to be friends, <laughs> what did <does> it mean? <laughs> One of the main things that maybe didn't surprise me so much, because Stuart is a very, like, outgoing person, mm-hmm. but annoyed me, I guess, a bit, is that I just get annoyed with people who have no problem meeting people outside of apps. I just, I mean, come on. I mean, like, you, okay, you said you, you dated a neighbor, but, like, how many people, okay, well, you're kind of, you were new to the apps.
1: I always knew to that, and also, yeah, I'm a bad example because my boyfriend, that way, I met him at work, so... Neighbors, school, and work. Those are the... That's how the- I have met all of my, like, relationships. School, school, dorm, work.
0: I'm just... Sorry. I don't know, I don't... Because, okay, this is something I think we've talked about, but I've had... A s- I do have... One, I think in Berlin it's difficult to do this. Mm. I have a hard time, as we talked about with Stuart, this idea that, like you just meet someone in a cafe and you start chatting or whatever because if someone does come up to me, like, I'm immediately suspicious of them because it's just – it's a big city. Like, we're women walking around on our own and living on our own and anything can happen and people right. are weird and structural <laughs> patriarchy exists so that we have to fear for our safety. Right. So I don't feel like I can just – respond to anyone also it just doesn't happen
1: I mean it just doesn't happen and yeah I don't
0: know yeah like I it's just people I think versus let's say like in California people do chat to each other and it is even just friendly like maybe they're not trying to hit on anyone but in a cafe or whatever you know you'll strike up conversation that's so alien to me (laughs) Like, why would you why the fuck would you do that yeah it's so weird well see I mean okay so then do you think that it has to do with like germanness or big city I think life. it's big city life like you could okay. not afford
1: to talk to everybody that you saw in a cafe you would just be so exhausted all the time and yeah people are just busy and they have things to do and they don't want to talk to you Yeah. and then I think part of it is also just like it being difficult to meet people off of apps is like just also growing up life it's like you have a job and then once you've met everyone at your job yeah. that's it like you run out <laughs> of people and if none of them are interesting end the story and same yeah. with like on the program I mean we get a new cohort of people every year but yeah. If nobody in there is like interesting, <laughs> then you know that's also like a no go. And then yeah, and then you're out of options. So
0: yeah. So I don't know. I think it's it it does it is a very privileged position to say like oh I can just go up to anyone and talk to them or like meet you know a neighbor or strike up a conversation and feel safe mm-hmm. and therefore I can reject dating apps because. Mm-hmm. It's not like I haven't given it a shot, personally. You know, I, oh. I as you know, I did hit, hit on a former neighbor a lot. I, he, I was locked out of my flat oh, yeah. on the day that you went to the ER for appendicitis. Memories. <laughs> <laughs> and I was all flustered and I locked myself out of my flat and then I asked if he could try to break in because I knew that he had, had done it with his flat. And then when he when he managed it, I was so overjoyed that I like went in for a hug. Oh God! <laughs> and he just straight up put a hand right in front to go shake hands with me, and like this is the type of thing that ha- like I don't I don't consider myself someone who's not outgoing, right? <laughs> it's not like I'm not trying more time (laughs) (laughs) he was getting aggressively shut down i did but he was also like very nice and i thought to be very flirty he was just german so it was like yeah it was just that and i do have that especially with german men that i'm always questioning where i stand with them Mm -hmm. Mm because they can be very flirty you talk with them for maybe months and then all of a sudden they're like yes and i'm visiting my girlfriend of 10 years you know oh my
1: god yeah no i definitely relate
0: yeah. So many times I've been like, oh, this
1: guy's flirting with me. Like, oh, wow, he's into me. And then he's like, yeah, me and my girlfriend are going- <laughs> celebrating yeah. our 6 anniversary. And then on yeah. the one hand, I'm like, okay, I guess it's cool that you're secure enough in your relationship
0: to flirt. But also like, damn it! <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I guess that's like a difference between personality. So someone like my mom, bless her, would say, well, what's the problem? Just flirt. Mm-hmm. But I get incredibly insecure if I know someone is in a relationship, or I just, I can't, I don't, I wish I was someone who could just do that, who could just flirt with people, regardless, and just say, oh, okay, you're cute, I'm going to flirt with you, because there's a million thoughts going through my head at that moment, like, oh. yeah, and I just overthink to the max, so, I especially, so I, I uh, Maybe, I don't know. I do enjoy it, obviously. But I think I also am very black and white when it comes to people who are in a relationship and are not. So, like, it wouldn't make me feel great if I was in a partnership with someone and I knew someone was, like, actively flirting with them every single time. and like, really aggressively hitting on them. So that's why I don't do it. You know, once I find out you're in a relationship, then I'm like, okay, taking a step back. We'll still be friendly, obviously. But anyway, this whole idea... We're getting a bit off track as we did in the interview all the way but i think it's
1: also kind of a bit silly to be like oh well i prefer to meet people in real life i think everybody prefers to meet people in real life if, if right. you could meet everybody in real life you would yeah. like instead of using the app that's just like saying oh if i could you know if i had time in my life to do all my own grocery shopping i'd do all of it obviously you would but then <laughs>
0: what do you mean instead of having a maid do it? No, I'm
1: saying like <laughs> it's, I'm saying like apps exist to make your life easier in certain areas where you can't as a person fulfill that, you know, or like that's like being like if I could go out and research all my own news, I would do it. Well, no, because you need an app to help you with it because it's physically yeah. impossible, you know, that's yeah. just part of modern life.
0: Right. Yeah, for sure. And I so because in the interview with Stuart, we did not discuss any of my actual, like, situation with him for a bit of context, I guess. We went on three dates in total, and I think on the last date he told me, like, I'd like to be friends, not, like, not have a romantic thing. Our first date was, like, amazing, I thought, which was why it was, I mean, it was a bit of a bummer after that, but, you know, to be shut down because we did Just have a really fun time, I thought. Like, we, like, had that kind of chemistry where, like, it bounced back and forth, back and forth. And then I did end up going to his and we slept together. And that was a fun time. But afterward, we got super intimate and, Mm. like, cuddled and stuff. I think We both parted that interaction and had that immediate feeling of, "Uh uh-oh. Right. (laughs) Because I remember leaving his flat at, like, two in the morning or whatever and just being, like, oh, shit. Like, that was so perfect. That was such a nice night. But it was like, it can't go anywhere from there. And I I mean, this is maybe like a discussion for another episode about like sleeping with people on the first date. Mm. And, you know, people who have a rule for that, people who don't, I've oscillated between that for sure, because Mm. I used to just be like, you know what, if I want to do something with someone, I'm going to do it. Now I try to actually go on three dates with someone when I really like them because I do find that sex complicates things. So that was a bummer. But anyway, so yeah, he said he didn't want anything romantic and that he would want to have a friendship. Mm -hmm. I knew then, when he said that, pretty much what I know now after our conversation, right?
1: Yeah, that it means no.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was coming from a place of... The context in my dating history, which was that by the time he told me that, I'd heard it from six people in right, a row, right, right, that, right. like that year alone yeah. or some version of it, right? So I, I was a bit exhausted by the phrase, let's just be friends, because right. it is generally not genuine from people. And I also figured if I wasn't going to be the person to text him, to hang out it wasn't gonna happen Mm. and it didn't Mm. and I mean that's fine I mean I'm not I'm not like criticizing him as a person because we all do this at some point but I do think it's just more fair to someone to say you know I don't want anything romantic period you're really cool I have nothing against you right but this is just not going to work out yeah yeah anyway also because friends is
1: not a second prize
0: that's right. To a relationship. That's right.
1: We friends. are friends. We are friends. Friends is his own good thing. That's and right. And you don't have to be like, like, romance is not the next step up from friends. It's like a parallel course from friends that has its own development. Exactly. It's like equally as valid. Yeah. Which is why it also bothers me when you're really good friends with someone and then people are like, oh, are you guys going to date? And it's like, no, because yeah. the natural end of friendship is not romance. Yeah. Like, it's best friendship, which is like great.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly, but I don't understand that mentality
1: at all. The romance train can just stop at the station and just be done. It doesn't have to switch (laughs) tracks. Oh my god! Train metaphors! (laughs) (laughs) We should only exclusively speak in train metaphors from now on. Oh, God, that'll
0: be really limited for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. He had me steaming like a steam engine.
0: <laughs> well, as he was pulling out... Oh! Oh! <laughs> chugga, 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 am I right? <laughs> we were chugging right along. Um, anyway, I, I mean, I do think oh. it, was, it was nice to talk to someone. I don't know. I know it's very self-indulgent, obviously, mm. to, to ask someone who you've gone on dates with or have dated and come on the podcast to talk about, like, what what was wrong with me. What? <laughs> <laughs> Tell
1: me exactly
0: what you didn't like. We should have, like, a Google form for
1: them oh to fill like.
0: yeah. I do think it's interesting to learn the mindset of people because we're coming from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And now I do feel a, a bit guilty to, like, share my perspective on the situation, which, yeah, I mean, I was really bummed. After that night, because I thought it went off, you know, really well. Right. And I don't know if the sex for him was an issue. We did talk about the fact that, like, we were moving too fast. And then it went from, oh, we're moving too fast to, oh, I actually don't want anything romantic right now right. to, let's just be friends right. in a matter of, like, you know, <laughs> a very short amount of time. Yeah. So I do think it's interesting to kind of dissect. What people are thinking when they say things and for instance let's just be friends i mean generally it's a cop-out and i get it we all do what we have to I, I am not by any means saying that i've always been nice to folks or ended dates in a way that was showing integrity right. yeah. <laughs> but i think we can all do better yeah i think we can all do better
1: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Uh You can find us, as always, on Instagram at Umsteiger Podcast. We've tried to advertise, but Facebook has a draconian advertising law that doesn't want us to be promoted in any way, shape, or form, So,
0: but I'm working on it.
1: And please do follow us, message us, whatever you want.
0: Tell your friends, since for the meantime, we cannot literally advertise our podcast on Instagram or Facebook because of their restrictions about language having to do with sex, basically. Yeah, and also
1: because we have the word dating, they think that we're some kind of shady matchmaking service that promises you hot single women in your
0: area. I mean... (laughs) We have one hot single woman (laughs) available. It's not like we're not promising you that, (laughs) but we're not one of those accounts, so yeah anyways it's the holiday season everybody take care be safe if you are not allowed to be close to your loved ones this season and are having a hard time with it we feel you we feel your pain and we are embracing you in the way of a non-corona world embrace (laughs) right and yeah tell us your dating stories get your exes on the pot oh fuck yeah come on people let's do this Okay. This is not related, but you, you know the giraffes don't have vocal cords? So, so just, they can't talk?
2: They
1: can't talk? Oh my god. What <laughs> so a revelation. Like, like they can't. <laughs> I did. The other day I was staring at a picture of a giraffe, I was like, this is so fucked up and we don't talk about it. And uh, You come from Africa, you probably see giraffes all the time. I was looking at them like, this is so fucked. These really exist in real life, you know.
0: This is why we're friends. Why are you staring at a photo of a giraffe? <laughs>